Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Marketing Consultant, the podcast that tells you, the business owner or one in the making, exactly what to do to take control of your own marketing. I'm so excited to have you here. In today's episode, I'm going to take you through three steps to future-proofing your brand name. I'm going to not only talk about how to select a brand name if you've not chosen one already, but also three easy steps that will save you a lot of time and money in the long run. So make sure you listen till the end because I'll go through each step in detail. If you're in the process of choosing a brand name, you know just how difficult this can be. Second only to naming your own children, brand name says a lot about, well, the brand. Your brand name is one of the most important things for your business. And it's really no wonder that most of us get stuck when it comes to this key decision. Fear not, just because it's important doesn't mean it has to be painful. My hope is by the end of this episode, you'll know exactly what to do to decide your brand name or make the most of one you have already. Don't forget, I also take you through the three steps to future-proofing your brand name, which can save you a lot of money and time in the long run. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay. So let's start with all the different kinds of options that are available when it comes to choosing your brand name. Now, in this age of Instagram and vlogging, people, individuals have become brands in their own right. So having your name, or should I say your social media name, as the name of your brand is a really strong option. Think about people like Joe Vicks, known as the body coach, on social media, especially on Instagram, where he um, started to become popular, where he gained much of his popularity. When he launched his fitness app a couple of years ago, it made perfect sense to call it the Body Coach app. Sometimes it pays to be obvious. So if you are in the lucky position of being known for what you do, no need to shy away from capitalizing on your personal brand. If you're a blog writer or an artist who's planning to go into retail, it makes perfect sense to capitalize on the popularity of the name that your followers know you by. In this case, trust me, it pays to be obvious. As a rule, if you can make it easy for your customers, that's really what you should do. After all, who wants to do the extra work if they don't have to? Think about someone like Deliciously Ella, who started with her blog, followed by her books and now her entire food range. So, you know, she stuck with her blog name or the name that she was she is known by when it came to not just launching her books, but also her food range. So if you are in the lucky position to have a, you know, a strong following in social media, feel free to capitalize on that and make the name of your brand one that will resonate with your already existing followers. Another way to make it easy for yourself uh, is, well, it sounds kind of simple, but just be obvious with it. Don't overthink it too much. The perfect brand name might be staring you in the face and you might not realize it. This was really the case for the founder of the Cambridge Satchel Company, Julie Dean, who decided the name for her brand within minutes. 
inspired by the product, a satchel, and her home in Cambridge, she came up with the brand name, the Cambridge Satchel Company, in a few minutes. Isn't that great? Of course, not everyone takes just a few minutes to decide their brand name. It really varies. Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, took a staggering year and a half after ideation to decide upon her brand name. However long it takes you, make sure the brand name is one that feels right to you because you're the one who's going to live with it for a long time. Another way to think, um, to make things easy for yourself is to think of names that could be quite descriptive. So think about names that might describe the functional benefit or um, the, you know, the, the attributes attached to your product or service and use that as a foundation for, for deciding upon your brand name. This was certainly the approach that I took when I named this podcast. I wanted it to say exactly what it does on the tin and there's nothing wrong with that. I understand my target audience are busy entrepreneurs and business owners who are incredibly short on time and so when I thought of names for this podcast, I knew I wanted to call it something that grabs attention but also says exactly what it's all about. And that's how I decided to call it Be Your Own Marketing Consultant because that's what this podcast helps you do. Of course, you can always go with abstract names as well like Kodak or Spotify or even unrelated names like Apple. You might also want to think about how easy to pronounce and how memorable the name is. Also consider if it sounds too similar uh, to already existing brands because that could get confusing for potential customers. Going back to the option of considering the main benefit of your brand, you can think about your brand name focusing on one of the main benefits of your product or service. Now, I don't know if you've listened to episode one of this podcast, I talk about making your brand stand out or making your business stand out. And what I really say is try and focus in on one of the main benefits of your business. Now, I understand that your business has lots of things to offer and lots of value. But when it comes to making it stand out or have a USP, you really want to focus on one specific thing. And this is the thing that you could also use in choosing your brand name. For example, Chuckling Goats. It's a, it's a name of a brand that sells goat, mil- goat milk-based kefir. So what they've done there is they've gone with the fact that their kefir is based or is made with goat's milk. And instead of calling it something boring like goat milk kefir, for example, they've called it Chuckling Goats. Or a high-in-fiber snack bar called Good Vibrations. So with a name like Good Vibrations, you know it's going to have something to do with being high on fiber and also a hint that fiber is good for you. So think about if there's a key benefit of your business that you want to highlight and that could be used to come up with your brand name as well. Now remember this option does not have to be restricted to products. Experiences like the escape room or services like Open Table have also gone with choosing their key benefit and naming the brand based on that. 
Adjectives also work well when thinking of brand names. So consider brand names like Lush or Innocent. They're not necessarily descriptive of the product's contents or benefits, but they still represent the qualities or ethos of the product. And it also helps that these adjectives are positive words, instantly creating a positive expectation from the product. So hopefully that's given you some food for thought in terms of how to come up with your brand name. No matter how you actually decide upon your brand name, once you do have an option that you're seriously considering, there are three steps that you must take to future-proofing your brand name. And now I'm going to take you through these three steps to future-proofing your brand name. Trust me, these steps may sound simple or obvious, but I can't tell you the number of times I've come across clients who have not taken these steps only to experience problems in the future. So make sure you actually spend the time to go through these steps early on to save you lots of time and money in the future. Step number one. Put your prospective brand name into Google search and see what pops up. While this may sound obvious, too many business owners make the mistake of not doing their research before they decide on their brand name. And this can often result in huge and expensive problems later. To give you an example, think about the case of a brand that used to be known as Honest Blends, specializing in upmarket, upmarket organic fair trade products such as tea, gin, hand sanitizers with environmentally conscious packaging. Now, when the owner of this booming business, Honest Blends, got the chance to pitch in front of five multimillionaires who invest their own money in a business that they find promising, in the popular BBC TV show, which you may have seen, called Dragon's Den, it was her brand name that really let her down. So she had the chance, the owner of Honest Blends, to pitch to, to the multimillionaires on Dragon's Den. And the pitch was really going well. However, the investors felt the name Honest Blends was too close to other companies in the similar category. And they were rightly concerned this could pose a challenge to the exclusivity of the product line and invite copyright and trademark challenges in the future. Sadly, her branding, together with a range of products that was too diverse, meant that the entrepreneur failed to secure the investing and the backing of any of the investors. Since then, Honest Blends Limited has rebranded itself as Naked and Noble, a move that is sure to have cost not only in terms of money, but also in terms of lost opportunity. So it's really important to make sure that you don't make the same mistake before deciding upon a brand name. Make sure you do a Google search and see what pops up. Any obvious or similar names, um, you know, names that are the same or even similar to the ones that you're considering should be instant red flags and require further digging. 
This would involve looking at exactly what is being offered by the same or similar brand name. You need to find out about if the other brand is in the same industry or not. And if they are, do they offer similar or different products or services? You could even think about if they operate in the similar country as you, or are they an active or successful brand or not? Sometimes you may find brand names that are similar and even have a website, but the brand itself can be largely redundant. However, and this is a big however, so pay attention, do not make the mistake of assuming it is okay to name your brand the same as another brand that doesn't appear very active right now. If your brand turns out to be successful, and I very much hope that it does, this can be a huge issue later on because brands that are redundant or not very active right now could capitalize on your success in the future and reactivate or cause issues for you with a similar or same brand name. This was the case for a tea brand that used to be called Bluebird. As they started to get popular and went for a round of crowdfunded, crowdfunding, they started facing trademark issues with another brand with the same name. This resulted in their eventually having to change their own brand name from Bluebird to Bird and Blend. As you can imagine, this not only meant extra money and time, but it can also be upsetting for the customers who become attached not only to the brand, but also the brand name. So it's really worth doing this research early on to save you lots of time and heartache at a later date. Step number two to future-proofing your brand name. Consider filing a trademark. It's easy and free to search the trademarks database on gov.uk's website if you are in the UK. And this allows you to check if anyone has already registered an identical or similar trademark to the one you are considering. I'll put a link for the website um, to the, to the gov.uk's website page in the show notes. Once you've checked that your brand name is in the clear from a trademark perspective, filing for a trademark is simple and easy and it can be done quickly on the gov.uk website itself. It does have a fee attached to it, so it is worth considering carefully. However, I'd say if you're planning to go big with your brand, it's definitely worth spending a few hundred pounds to make your brand name secure. Once the process is complete, you'll be issued a trademark registration certificate to confirm that your trademark has been secured. If you're not in the UK, consider looking into the trademark registration laws for your own country to really protect your brand name. So don't forget this important step number two of checking and filing for a trademark to avoid any issues in the future. Step number three. Now this is a really important one, so listen up. Your website domain. Whether you're planning to sell through a physical store or completely online, it's extremely hard to completely shy away from any kind of digital presence. Chances are 
you will have a website. And here lies another aspect worth considering. This is the domain name of your website. While this does not need to be exactly the same as your brand name, it makes sense, especially for new brands and for those who have a smaller marketing budget, to make this as close to the brand name as possible. As I said before, make it as easy for your customers as you can. If they remember your brand name, that is most likely what they're going to put into a search engine and then they'll click on whatever pops up that looks closest to the brand name they remember. If there's another website with a similar name and similar look and worse, similar product, you could lose potential customers or completely put them off by something which looks unprofessional, even though it may have nothing at all to do with you or your brand. So, the next step to confirming your brand name selection is to check the availability of a website domain. Think of the website name that you would ideally like to have and check if the domain name is available. Kind of I did, kind of like I did for this podcast. Before deciding upon the name of my podcast show, I checked to make sure the domain name was available. You can check this by going to ionos.com or GoDaddy or several other options which um, allow you to check if a website domain is available or not. Now, luckily for me, the website domain that I wanted, beyourownmarketingconsultant.com, was available and here I am. It's also worth considering not only the domain name for your website, but also similar names or .co.uk versions that could, if you don't secure them now, they could prove to be problematic in the future. So for example, I've secured not only the beyourownmarketingconsultant.com version, but also the .co.uk version. And the benefit of that is if somebody lands on the .co.uk version, you could reroute them to the .com version. Usually securing such names can be as cheap as £1 a year to start with. So it's really worth spending the money upfront rather than waiting till later when it can prove to be quite expensive. So make sure you check the availability of the website domain name that you want If that domain name is available, great. If it's not, check who is using the domain name that you ideally wanted and what is it being used for. Is it a similar business? Is it a similar product or category? And carefully consider how this is likely to affect your marketing messaging. So are you likely to lose potential customers because they will end up going to the website of a competitor or something completely unrelated. It's really worth considering all of this early on so you don't waste time and money at a later date. When it comes to online, you may also want to think about Instagram account names and Facebook pages. However, you do have more flexibility with this. So as long as your brand name is protected, 
both from com competition perspective as well as trademark. And you have the right website domain name. You are well on the way to future-proofing your brand. So whether you're still deciding your brand name or you want to protect the one you already have, I hope you're going to have a go at going through all of these three steps to future-proofing your brand name. That's it for today. I hope you found this uh, episode to be useful and I hope it helps you choose the right brand name and avoid problems in the future. That's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Each episode is packed with lots of do-it-yourself marketing info and I've got some great stuff coming up. So stay tuned and make sure you follow my podcast so you don't miss out on any episode. Trust me, there's lots of cool stuff coming up. Follow me on Instagram at Be Your Own Marketing Consultant. And if you'd be so kind as to review the podcast or share it with someone, I'd be so very grateful. I spend a lot of time preparing each episode and your support really does mean the world to me. So please do follow, share and review. I'd be really grateful. Until next time, stay happy and stay safe.